It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and... El Bandito. How's it going today, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm having a super awesome night tonight, senor. We, we had, we're had we coming off of an incredible weekend here. Oh, you know it, man. It was a lot of fun. How was yours? Ooh, I had a good time, man. I, I not only got to spend some time with a beautiful woman on Saturday, there you um, go. but I also got to spend some time with me papa on Father's Day, so that a- was very nice. Absolutely, El Bandito. Same thing with me. I got to hang out with good old dad. Heck yeah, and that's that's always a blast, you know, because my daddy likes cooking some like steaks out on the barbecue grill and stuff, man, and I oh, love that. Yeah. So that that freaking that was awesome. I, I <laughs> had steak too, man. It sounds like we had a pretty similar Sunday, you know. Heck yeah, I Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Well, I got. I thought t- you meant Sunday because we're oh. sons and their fathers. <laughs> hey, good call. Hey, you know, I always wondered. I was like, man, why isn't there a Sunday? Oh, there is. Yeah, like, there's one every week. <laughs> but you know i gotta tell you man i was hanging out with my dad and like we were kind of just sitting there talking about stuff we had done during the week and stuff and Mm -hmm. he's like uh hey uh you know charball he actually calls me charball you know he's like (laughs) he's like hey charball um you know today is father's day and i was like are you trying to tell me something he's like yeah did you you know get me anything you know and i had already like brought in this card but he just mm-hmm. didn't see it you know he was like using the restroom or something so i was just <laughs> like geez man my dad's become like the uh the present collector you know <laughs> my sister came in and the same thing happened he like he's like hunting everybody down for like their gift like <laughs> hey man that's the whole point of having kids that's you know? true it's paying like, it back <laughs> yeah you know you wipe their ass for 10 years you yeah. know <laughs> You better hope that they can give you a little something on the backside. I was gonna say, man, the uh, you know, you know, you know, back in those days, you know, when you're a little guy, you know, you just get him like a little thing, or mom gave you some money and give him some little thing, like a gumball machine. He's like, oh, that's so nice. You know, now it's like you know, yeah. giving him a gift card or something. You know, but yeah, he, he yeah. got loaded up though. So no, that's good. Care. I know, like, I was having a hard time trying to think of something to get for my dad because over the years I've got him, you know, a cool thing here and there. But you uh-huh. know how it is. Your dad's always the guy that's like he's getting stuff for everybody and he like never buys anything for himself. Exactly. You know. Yep. So I kept thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I know what he never buys for himself that I know he would totally like. What's that? So I got him an Xbox gift card. Oh man, he <laughs> must have loved that. <laughs> yeah, so he could buy some DLC and stuff for the games that he has. You okay. Because okay. my, my mom's will get him like a game every once in a while. Uh-huh. Um, but she doesn't know nothing about DLC and things like this. <laughs> so you know? DLC, what is that? <laughs> yeah. So but, So what games does your dad like to play? Well, he likes to play that Star Trek game I was talking about a whole bunch. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I got him started on that, and that specifically is what I think he's gonna end up using that on, you know, is buying some go. some extra ships and like little weapons and perks and stuff for your character. So 
Well, definitely knowing your dad, man, he likes to customize a lot of stuff and create. Yeah. So I can just imagine what kind of ships he's putting together on there. Yeah, but he almost exclusively played Call of Duty before then. You know, like I hadn't seen him play anything else, but he plays every Call of Duty game that comes out. Oh, so okay. Okay, so he he really likes the first that. person. Yeah, yeah he yeah. prestiges like three or four times each game. I'm like, dude, you're kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes, man. He's just, you know, building up the, those ranks, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, for all the other people out there who couldn't spend time with their father this Father's Day weekend, I'm sure you got into all sorts of other stuff. And there was all sorts of other exciting things that happened this weekend. Oh, yeah? You know, What's up? I know on Saturday, like I said, I got to spend it with a beautiful woman's there. That's always and, good. Yeah, she had me watch something that premiered. I don't know if it came out on Netflix or whatever. I don't really follow the show. But she said it was the season finale or series finale of the show called Rain. Oh, okay, okay. That's the it's period piece, right? Like yeah. it's set back in old. Is it is it fantasy or is it like is it based on an actual uh, like history? Well, the the main character of the story is Marie Antoinette. Oh, okay. So you know? so, so it's, it's somewhat factual, but it's like on the CW, so it's all romanticized <laughs> and bullshitted up, you know. Um, and she had me watch like the season op or not the season opening, the series premiere, the okay, the pilot. What yeah, you know? yeah, the first um, episode. Yeah, because yeah. it's on Netflix and all that. But I guess the series just ended. Okay. And I mean, hey, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't know, Marie Antoinette like got beheaded, <laughs> you know. So she's all sad and everything. And I was like, yeah, what happened? Just, you know. Yeah, you're like this was his. This was the historical part. Right? Oh, I don't care about the historical part. I'm like, it's not fun to have sexy times while you're crying. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw a really funny uh, meme over the weekend yeah. where it said, uh, you know, ne when Netflix asks, are you still there? And then it had this video of like, do you, do you see it? <laughs> yeah. Where like they're, the two are banging like crazy. <laughs> you know, I was like, yep, that, that's what net, that's the Netflix and chill, right? No, I, I like the one that has some kind of a weird monkey whose hair's all messed up and uh -huh. he has this like snaggle tooth and he's looking all crazy. <laughs> and it says like... Uh, the reflection that you see when the screen goes black and says, are you still watching this? Like that's your reflection. Like you just, you know, you haven't moved for four days. Like, that's yeah, awesome. I didn't see it. There's but, always something to watch on there. Yeah. But also too, man, woo, something that wasn't so fun to watch, you know, came out over the weekend was that the, uh, the Cosby trial got mistrialed. Oh, it did. So yeah. yeah. So he, so, they, so. they said the jury was deadlocked. They couldn't make a decision. So yeah. I think at this point, I, I'm not sure, but I think they're going to like retry it later. Really? Uh, they're going to try again, huh? Yeah, I don't know. They may just call it quits. We'll have to see what happens on that one. I mean, Cosby's getting up there, too. I mean, I don't know if he'd last yeah. another trial. I mean, this one was, what, going on, what, for two, two and a half years, I think? Or has it... Well, no, like the, the scandal was going on, but the trial just started like a oh. couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah look, it's a six-day trial. Wow, okay. So... <laughs> yeah, like a week ago. <laughs> they're, they're going with that, that, that quick start. Uh, yeah. trial but yeah you're right the scandal's been going on for quite a while so yeah yeah definitely so we'll see what happens with that but you know they say uh you know regardless of what happens it's forever going to be something associated with him now which sucks oh, for yeah. him man yeah but. yeah mistrial versus being acquitted or you yeah. know is definitely a, a pretty big thing oh but. definitely man but you know they've got some stuff to look forward to Coming up this weekend as well, you know, we're only a few days to go till the weekend here, but tomorrow, you know, Friday, probably tonight at, you know, midnight or something, mm -hmm. they're, well, you know how they do it nowadays, probably three hours ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the, <laughs> the uh, midnight showing at 7.30. At 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the new Transformers movie. Uh, what is it called? Transformers. The last night, I guess it is. The, yeah. The, I think this might be the last night at the theater for Transformers. <laughs> I, 
I wish. I wish it was Transformers, the last fucking movie was the last one. Um, because, yeah, I'm not a super fan. Like, the first one, great. Every other one good. after that, yeah. pretty much trash. Yeah, it's like they just really started rolling downhill. And it was like, remember that one where, like, Mark Wahlberg came in? And you're like, well, yeah. this might be better because, you know, it's like someone different, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was stupid. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. But it has a just awesome score of, I think, 13% so oh, far no, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm sure it's going to be a hit. Yeah. You know what it is, man, is even if those movies don't do well here, like they go over to Japan and that shit just goes crazy. Cause yeah. You know, they love the kaiju and stuff like yeah. that over there. So it's like, yeah, that's what I think that's what's funding these movies. <laughs> like they know that even if it doesn't do well yeah. domestically. Well, definitely like, the yeah. international box offices because even in in europe like they just don't make these kind of big budget movies over there i mean america spends retarded money on freaking movies so they they always like seeing the kind of crazy shit we put out but uh but yeah like the last couple movies that came out the wonder woman pirates of the caribbean all that stuff like the international box office the fast and the furious yes that came out all the international box offices way completely crushed the domestic like three to one and i mean obviously you're talking about you know, oh, six, yeah. six and a half billion people versus the 300 million here. So they got a lot more spending power around the world. But well, what's really funny about Fast and the Furious, I actually tried this a few weeks ago. Yeah. I went back and I watched the first movie, mm-hmm. you know, which I never was a big fan of. I know it's got like a, a yeah. lot of nice cars. And it's stuff. good. I like yeah, it. Yeah. You know, you it, know. Was, it, it was what it was for its time. Sure. But, you know, I went and watched the latest one and just seeing how much those movies have changed. <laughs> like they went from being this like, yeah, look at these nice car movies to being like, you know, these like straight up action films. So yeah, it's really wild that you mentioned that. Like, but yeah, I know they're going to, you know, I'm sure they'll be making more of those. And Well, speaking of things that have come a long way since its original inception, <sighs> I hear you've been taking a crack at that uh, Wolfenstein game. Yes. You know, I'm sure everybody, you know, just like we've talked about it in the past, we've all seen that wolfenstein 2 that's coming out later this year mm-hmm. so i said hey you know what maybe i need to refamiliarize myself with this bethesda put out a wolfenstein game a few years ago and it kind of just flew by you yeah. know like i don't think i know we never really talked yeah, about yeah, it because it came out right when the xbox one debuted yeah so it was like nobody really had it nobody was running out and getting games yet you know at least not anyone we knew you so. know it man and you know what i gotta tell you man is like I, i've already beaten the game which <laughs> is, isn't a bad thing i mean it's a great story very action-packed and a lot of fun but man i had a great time playing it like i mean it's more than just your average first person shooter i mean nice. just all the different situations it puts you in and the action and like i said the story itself it's very uh, very story driven game mm-hmm. and each mission kind of continues the story as you go along versus like these you know open world games that we get now where you kind of just are you know yeah putting the story together yourself which hey that's great it works for some pieces but this was a very nice package. It was very nice. cool to kind of go through and live in this world. And there's a lot of story in there. Like, you know, mm. you read all these little articles and stuff in the game. And mm. usually that's boring. Like, I mean, <laughs> even sometime in Fallout, sometimes I'm just not in the mood to do a lot of reading. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go murder this <laughs> camp, you know, whatever. But this game, I was so like, waiting to get my hands on the next like chapter of whatever thing was yeah going yeah well on. what's nice about it is i would imagine the game is so fps heavy yes that it's almost a reprieve every time you can stop and read something unlike fallout which is like you spend 
45 minutes, <laughs> you know, or even Skyrim, 45 minutes going through your inventory trying to sort out, okay, what quest am I going to do today? What items do I have? And then you're like, oh, here's a nine page book. Nope. Exactly, <laughs> man. And I got to tell you, even though it is driven to be an FPS based game, mm-hmm. there is some levels that you're kind of just having a little bit of downtime and doing some fun stuff. And, you know, so it, it is, they, they do a nice job balancing it. And I have to say just the different environments and stuff that they put you in and the scenarios it keeps you really like man I'm, I'm intrigued like I had a hard time turning it off like I think that's why I beat it already I was like yeah. dude I want to see what happens next and it finishes up great in the sense that you're like I'm glad that we know there's going to be a sequel <laughs> you know like I would have played this two or three years ago I would have been like come on what you know but like I said with, with us knowing that in a couple months we'll be able to pick up the sequel and continue the story I'm super stoked and guess what you guys can all go out there and pick it up too and there's a bunch of sales going on I got it for like 10 bucks a friend of ours got it for like five dollars I know Steam is doing like a sale where they're doing 50% off so you can get it for 10 bucks so you know, it's definitely worth that. It's it's worth more. In my opinion, it's worth a lot more than that. But hey, the fact that it's a couple you know years old, it's definitely worth picking up. Absolutely, man. So you guys heard it here. Run out and check it out. You know, because you know, compared to that game, we're living in the future now. Yeah. And the not too distant future from now, you're going to end up probably in a whole different world, just like Bethesda's other exciting first-person shooter, Doom. Oh, yeah, man. And just to kind of get us in that mood, we got Team Headkick with their song, Devoted to Doom. Strap up, put the helmet on. I woke up in the middle of a demon spawn. Use my wits and my fists till I get a gun. And then I'm ripping out the guts of everyone. Can't stop. I'm a wrecking machine. No, you evil motherfuckers ain't got nothing on me. Cause these enemies all will die. 
fresh hang back, let them walk in the trap. In the carnage and bones, the bodies cover the floor. Crushing skulls, snapping necks, demon wrecking hardcore. Nothing survives, and every devil will die. Look for the whites of the rise and keep your eye on the prize. You just met your demise under the shroud of darkness. Satan himself isn't half as heartless. <laughs> And that was Team Headkick with their hit, Doom. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I got my, like, boil blood boiling because, you know, <laughs> I'm freaking over here, like, you know, like, just watching that video while we're listening to the track, and I'm just like, man, I'm going to go back and play some more Doom now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You let me rock it out at your house that one time, and, man, I just thought it was freaking killer. Oh, man. Talk, oh, yeah. Killer is definitely one way to describe <laughs> it. And if you guys want to see what we're talking about, you definitely have to go to YouTube and check out Team Headkick's video for that track, and it is just loaded with a bunch of screen captures from the game. Mm -hmm. and I, I pr probably almost every gory kill that you can get <laughs> in the game but man it just gets you so pumped man like I like at the end man where like there's the power that you get in the game like it's very limited but like yeah, you could just punch it and it explodes you know <laughs> it's almost like their equivalent of like the old god mode you know sure. so it's like yeah it, I mean Wolfenstein Doom like they, they've been taking those old properties and like you know re, I don't want to say remaking them but building on them yeah and like just making them so good you know and and like where where you know back in the day they were great because they were just fun competitive games that you played but now mm -hmm. it's like you know hey we can have a cool story written in but also have a lot of that like cool gory stuff too, yeah so. yeah no absolutely you know we were talking about that last week when we were talking about these games coming out from Bethesda you know, that they were announcing at E3, you know, with the Wolfenstein, Doom, you know, all the oh, old yeah. id games and stuff like that. And you're just like, you know, like you said, they're paying homage to them, but also taking them to the next level. Oh, absolutely. Know? Without man. changing them too much. They're not making them full-on RPG games, making them slow and boring. They're still ass-kicking fucking games, which is what they're made to be. You got it, man. And, yeah, if you guys dug that track, be sure to check out more Team Head Kick on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And that track comes off their latest release, Avatars. <laughs> I thought you'd like the title of that one, El Bandito. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll get the Smurfs out there, too. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, all, all that news about that land opening up in Disney or whatever, you're probably just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, El Bandito is not a fan of it. Avada, Avada, Avada. But, hey, El Bandito, is it that time? I think it's that time, my friend. Here it comes. It's Podunk News. Oh, man. Well, the first article on Podunk News for this edition, man, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about. Oh, yeah? What do they got going down? Man, you know, Guar 
they're actually coming out with a new album this fall. Ooh. It's going to be called The Blood of the Gods. Nice. So they're <laughs> definitely going pretty uh, heavy there. It's going to be the first release uh, without Odorous Yerungus, you mm. know, of uh, Blothar. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I just recently picked up their new comic book which is available at Big Dog Comics and Fort <laughs> Pierce. Uh, but yes, uh, you guys, uh, it, it was good. It was I enjoyed it. You know, yeah. it's been a while since I've read. So any, art was good? Was oh, good art. the art was, was, was fun and awesome and stuff. The story, it's funny. It's like, I never like to down talk war stuff, but it, it is, it's missing that Dave Brocky touch, but gotcha. it's still, it's still fun to see it. Like them kind of fill in the legend. It, yeah. it, it was mostly the story of Mr. Perfect. Like we saw at the event, remember okay. where they said that he killed Odorous yeah. and stuff. So it kind of gave, gave that like a graphical, uh, you know, thing. So I'm sure this gotcha. album will also kind of focus, you know, maybe the blood of the gods is, is Odorous's blood. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, maybe it should be. So <laughs> Absolutely. So what else do we have going on, El Bandito? Well, they've they've got a bunch of interesting stuff, you know, and you, you want to talk about like <laughs> holier than thou things. I can tell you one thing that people absolutely treat like it's a religious icon. What's Star that? Wars. Oh man, I know. I'm 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 hearing a lot of people are converting to Jedi <laughs> or Sith. I know. I'm I'm be, I'm defriending those people. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I actually heard one time that I, I think it was in Australia. Their uh, nationwide census. Enough people wrote in Jedi that it was supposed to actually be put into like its own wow. census category as a real religion. That's but pretty hilarious. Because they knew it wasn't, like, there was no temple of the Jedi you yeah. could go to. They were like, we're not going to do that. But, you know, it was enough people that technically qualified them to be considered a religion by the government. That's pretty so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Australia. Don't quote me on that. But sure. either way, in the Star Wars universe, we actually have some unsettling news coming out this week. Uh, a disturbance in the Force? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. So maybe most people can already feel the bad news are coming. <laughs> but it looks like the still here to untitled Han Solo uh, prequel film, mm-hmm. uh, its director, well, its directors are leaving the film over oh. what they consider creative differences. Oh, man. Well, that's a shame. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they, they, they've directed some pretty big hit movies lately, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, and these two guys are responsible for, like, the Lego movie uh-huh. and the 21 Jump Street films. Oh, I like both of those. Yeah, yeah so they've done a lot of, like, fun, awesome stuff, and, like, man, if anyone can really pump some life into kind of... Oh. The Star Wars universe in a roguish, punky, fun way. Exactly. Boy, it sounds like the two guys that made Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, you know, you what know I mean? it, man. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, because they were just they were great at not being too serious. Sure. You know, but even in the Lego movie, it, yeah. you can see they have sort of a reverence for other characters and who they are. Absolutely. So you know, they could do a character right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but still also pumping a lot of fun and modern day energy into it. So, so that's kind of a sad out, bit huh? of news. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to yeah. keep our eyes on who replaces them. Yeah. And it was funny cause they even said like, dude, it's so cliche to say, oh, creative differences. And they're like, but really that's, that's where we're at. So gotcha. I wonder if it's between them or is it them in the studio? Probably them in the well, studio. Yeah. Them in the studio. Yeah. 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 So they're like, we're going to do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely. Sure with, the, with their track record though, somebody yeah. else will definitely pick them up. Yeah. I mean that Lego movie, I think made all the money at oh, the box office. <laughs> yeah, it made tons, man. Well, I did hear about a pretty 
funny story. You want to talk about 21 Jump Street? Get a yeah. load of this one. Uh, three teenagers in uh, a police volunteer program in Los Angeles <laughs> used a vacationing sergeant's name to sign out stun guns, <laughs> or radios, and even take a patrol car for a spin. And they patrolled <laughs> Los Angeles taking on the role wasn't there a movie like this what like a, where what, what, a was, what was it called like let's be cops or some yeah shit i like think that, that was like, it yeah well yeah these kids yeah they they, they, <laughs> they i guess for like you know three hours they toured around and then eventually they got caught and you know i mean they were arrested yeah yeah <laughs> but um i guess the uh the main thing that they're not i mean a kid they'll definitely be punished in some way or form you know uh, community service or something yeah, but yeah. you know the um they're trying to figure out how they like work this through the system as being like the guy <laughs> you know he wasn't there he should have yeah. been in the system as vacationing so like mm-hmm. yeah they're definitely trying to figure out what went wrong hey man there. that's la what a town what a town <laughs> man oh my god they're always on top of things over there <laughs> but you want to talk about you, you told me somebody's on top of something that might not be so good with this deadpool movie Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've got some wild news coming out. It looks like federal agents have arrested a man named Trayvon Franklin, uh, who the authorities allege that he posted a pirated copy of the film Deadpool while it was still in theaters. Uh Right Now, again, we all see those anti-piracy warnings at the beginning of DVDs and stuff like that, and we kind of all never pay him no mind, right? Sure, sure. But this guy apparently got 5 million views off his Facebook page for this video. Yeah. Oh my god. So since he put it on his Facebook and they know right who he was, <laughs> it's a personal and five co- million oh people gosh. saw it while it was still in theater, like that's the perfect copyright infringement case. At least because... put it on like a group or something, like <laughs> you know, like something that, that you could tell that wasn't me. Yeah. It was his personal account. Yeah, oh yeah. My gosh. but well, I assume it's his personal sure. account or account that they tracked to him, but yeah. either way, like saying that five million people saw it and probably That's, didn't go see it in the theater, yeah. like he's on the hook for every dollar they could have spent in the theater. Oh, my god! Um, but it looks like he's facing up to three years in prison for that offense. So We'll be sitting all, there next to those kids that stole the police car. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all you people out there, you know, Facebook Live and just make sure you pay attention to what you're doing out exactly, there. Exactly, yeah, the stuff that you... You know, I heard that they have like a buffer or they have a filter on that that if like you have like music playing in the background, it mm. won't... Uh, uh, it'll, it'll cut, it'll it, cut out. it out. Yeah. Bill Manspeaker of Green Jello yeah. had like the three little pigs playing, and even though it's his <laughs> song, like they cut him off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just well, a yeah, because it, it probably has just something automated, like a Spotify type service. It yeah. just recognizes a licensed piece of music, and it's like, nope. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man. Oh uh, well, you want to talk about people that are you know in it for or that have situations with money arising? I read this one that I thought would be interesting. Uh, North Carolina. Carolina man was mistakenly charged a hundred million dollars in service charges on his monthly water bill. <laughs> his water bill, that must be some pool. Exactly. His average bill is usually a hundred and eighty nine dollars. <laughs> what, what, what do you have? One of those forever pools? <laughs> I guess so, man. But I mean, I gotta say, I mean, I don't know how things are in North Carolina, but still a hundred and eighty nine dollars in water is pretty <laughs> pretty high, right? Yeah, that's true. 
what, what is he doing? Uh, yeah. Maybe we take that for granted here in Florida because it just falls from the sky like That's every true. day. You know, <laughs> this is true, man. But yeah, maybe he has like a farm or something. You know, like maybe they're you know crops or something. But either way, like you know, yeah, they. I guess there was a there was definitely a goof up in the system at the uh, water company, and like yeah, they they they, they sent them a bill with a hundred million dollars <laughs> in, in service charges. That, that that must be a nice bill. You know, it's one thing when you get a thousand bucks. Yeah, you know, or just you know one of those random ones like one thousand. $189. You're like, what? What did, what did they do? But million. if you got one for $100 million, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, yeah, all right, that's a mistake. Like, I wouldn't even sweat it. You oh, know? I'm sure he did it, but at the same time, you'd be like, what the? You know, you have to take that one to the newspaper, you know? Look at a load of this. Coming up, man, I got another funny story for you. A female Gainesville City employee apparently stole over $93,000, which she then used $9,000 to get cosmetic surgery to her butt. <laughs> so you don't have this, hey, man, it's kind of important. You know, you, know, you, you want yeah. that big Kim K booty. That ass, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So she got a butt lift. So, you know, and uh, now according to the article here, it says that she also uh, used some of the money to pay for her cable bill. You know, had <laughs> nice, to get that yeah. Netflix subscription, right? Oh, so yeah. she has a nice ass, right? Well, no, that cable bill, she's probably watching some Kim Kardashian. There you there. go. Keep, she was keeping up with the Kardashians, man. You know it, man. She also uh, purchased some food, paid some highway tolls. So that's like giving it back, right? <laughs> Right to the highway. Yeah, there you go. Um, she bought a television and other expenses. So, wow, yeah. that's that's crazy, man. You, you know, some people will do anything for their looks. You know, they really get too wrapped up and too involved in it. And I feel bad. I mean, I appreciate a beautiful woman as much as the next person, but by the same token, no one's perfect. I mean, did, you know, here's someone who's probably watching for real, like keeping up with the Kardashians, and it's like, they you know, I want to have that big yeah. ass like that. And it's so funny that right now, around the same time, we're getting that news story of. Uh, Kim Kardashian being down in Mexico, mm-hmm. they took some photos of her, and they're not so flattering. I mean, sure, because she's a she's human being and exactly. has a normal body, and it's not photoshopped, you know. So she's got a little, little, you know, cushiony thighs down there. We'll just say to try to be nice, you know. But a lot of people were giving her crap about it, about being like, "Oh, well, your pictures are garbage normally, yeah. and yada yada." And you're like, "Dude, whatever," you know. She's a person, and she looks great, exactly. You know? But you this treat again, accordingly. yeah, this again is spreading that negative kind of stereotype of like this is what beauty really is and here's some lady stealing money from the city so, to go out and get her butt to look better you know yeah, i know it's insane yeah, when man. like the quote unquote good looking bucks butts out there ain't even real exactly know? not even real deal yeah and i don't mean real as in like a fake butt like this lady got but not even real <laughs> as in like kind of photoshopped and worked exactly and, yeah, mean, yeah come on you know pe- people are beautiful regardless having a dimple in your behind us hey it's, you know? yeah well, hey, I think I've got, you know, a new thing here. I, I, we have the, the biggest ass award of the week. and um, that, that's it's, definitely... it's neither Kim K nor this Gainesville City employee. Huh? No, no. This one definitely has to go to Dennis Rodman. Oh, okay. You know, classic. Boy, he's not yeah. been in the news for a while. No, but this is a pretty big one. All right. What's now, he up to? I know a lot of people are aware that, uh, he you know, he's friends with Kim Jong-un, you know, mm. of North Korea. And he goes over there occasionally and visits and yeah, he, knows he goes what to they talk. say hi to fearless leader over there. <laughs> exactly. Well, on his latest trip, he brought a copy of Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. You okay, know, his book from back in the day, uh, a Where's Waldo book, <laughs> a mermaid puzzle, and some soap. 
Okay. So that's what he brought. Those, are, I guess, those are his gifts for uh, Kim Jong. So you was know, it like fancy soap, or was it I'm, like, dude, you kind of stink? I'm sure it was like you know something fancy from over a mermaid here. puzzle, a mermaid that's puzzle, so weird. and a Where's Waldo book. I'm sure. I sure hope that the you know the. I'm pretty sure at this point Dennis Rodman is one of those guys from the interview. Yeah. You know, like the movie with uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Yeah. You know? like, he's, going... he's just a spy. That's like his spy gear. He's a mermaid puzzle that turns into a garrote wire or something. You know? <laughs> well, De- oh, he also brought some signed jerseys, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, again, put those in his halls. And... Gotcha, gotcha, man. Uh, well, I don't yeah. know. I got to say, you're talking about Dennis Rodman, Kim Jong-un, Donald Trump, makes me think of dumb dumber (laughs) oh there you go man speaking of dumb and dumber though it looks like the u.s government is actually trying to seize the rights to the sequel dumb and dumber 2 why (laughs) it was so bad (laughs) who even thinks about that movie they want to put it in the vault or something so nobody else has to watch yeah they want to burn it (laughs) but no allegedly the movie was filmed with some money that was stolen during that malaysia wealth fund corruption scandal thing oh wow yeah now they've been linking that to a lot of other fans famous celebrities and sure, uh, big sure. business owners all around the world and stuff. So I'm not familiar with corruption scandals or wealth funds or anything like that, but apparently they think a studio got money to make that movie from part of this scandal. And because of that, they're going to seize the rights to it and all proceeds from it and stuff like that. So wow. we'll see how that nonsense works out. I mean, what are they going to get, like eight bucks? From yeah, that exactly. <laughs> man. That was a pretty bad film, man. <laughs> Leave it. Man, it's not. It, it, it's podunk world, man. Like everything <laughs> is just crazy. But oh, absolutely. You want to hear about someone that can tell us about some crazy stuff? Here we have Count Spookula with Make America Spooky Again.
senator agree that the country would be better with a little spooky in the land of the free of the home of the grave. We'll take the polls by storm like a tidal wave. We'll build a wall on the southern border, 66 feet tall, and that's an order. A bunch of open doors will line the way, so Mexico can trick or treat the USA. <laughs> And that one goes out to our fearless leader, Justin McPatches, across the pond. We just want to remind him that we're still working hard over here with Count Spookula making America spooky again. Oh, yeah, man. I, I'm sure he was uh, singing along with that one. You know, <laughs> He's probably like, man, that place was already spooky enough. That's why I got the hell out of there. <laughs> that was certainly an interesting track. I have to say. I was not expecting that, you know, uh, I, 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 two things to say about that. One, I think it's difficult to niche yourself into a corner of music that should only really be played one month out of the year. <laughs> and two, he should absolutely be the guy who does all the music for the universal dark universe. Oh, <laughs> Maybe because it'd be way more exciting than whatever bullshit they're doing. Oh, you know it, man. You know it. Well, I know we got some information here about Count Spookula. The Sinister Prime Minister can be followed on Facebook, and you can listen to his latest releases on SoundCloud. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's where we just played that track from, was from his SoundCloud. Shit sounded good. You know, yeah. really great quality. Sounds sure. hot on there, man. So that's nice. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, he's up on Instagram and stuff too, right? Oh, absolutely, man. And, uh, yeah, like, like, you know, he puts out a bunch of different stuff, that particular track, you know, you know, it, it was like the first one I came across. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And it definitely <laughs> kind of went in there with that whole Dennis Rodman story, bringing over that copy of Trump's book and the whole thing. You know? <laughs> absolutely. It definitely goes with, uh, Kim Jong-un, Donald Trump, the sinister prime minister of America. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you know, they all kind of fall into the same vein I, th I thought it, i thought it was a good tie together <laughs> absolutely man but guess what for all of you exciting beautiful people out there we're just getting started talking about the horror invasion oh you know it man you know it it's time for another edition of boil's best 
you know, this is where, you know, I talk about a game that I've been playing lately, give it a little review. And plus, I try to entice El Bandito here to actually play it, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a, uh, a horror fan, so <laughs> you might have a bit of a sell this week. But let me know what's going on, because this game has been out for a little bit. Uh-huh. It has been turning some heads. We've talked about it before on the Power Hour. So why don't you let all the beautiful people know what you tried and are giving a pretty stellar rating. Oh, man, I got to tell you, man, I picked up Friday the 13th, and that's on my PC, you know, so that's also available on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. But I went with the play, I went with the uh, PC version because, you know, I'd heard that that one had the least amount of problems, <laughs> which like El Bandito mentioned that, yeah, even though it was just released a little less than a month ago, mm-hmm. it's been plagued with a lot of server issues and, and just, you know, just a lot of unhappy people because they couldn't play the game, which... Yeah. When you look at it in one hand, it's kind of a cool thing because there's so many people that want to play it. But at the other hand, being that this is like an indie game developer, you know, them not being able to handle, you know, that it it can hurt the reputation a lot, too. But luckily, they've been doing a lot of patches over the last few weeks, and uh, the game has run perfectly for me. I haven't ran into any problems with being disconnected. Uh, I do have to admit, like... This game, it's a multiplayer game, mm-hmm. El Bandito. You know, you there there's eight players in each match. Gotcha. Seven of them get to be the counselors, and then one of them gets to be Jason Voorhees. Now is that chosen at random? Like yes. when you log in? Okay. Absolutely. And there's no way to like alter that or okay. have more points. Like it's always random, which I think okay. is a really cool aspect. Sure, sure. Now look, before we get too much into it, I just want to point out that like having a game launch that isn't totally perfect is not exclusive to indie games. Oh, I mean, sure. some of the largest games out there have had releases that were just plagued to death with garbage freaking betas and Absolutely. problems right out the gate. I mean, some of the Battlefield games did, mm-hmm. uh, some of the... Um, some of the Arkham games we've did. We've definitely mentioned yeah. Arkham Knight in the past. You know, yeah, no, no, I, Arkham Origins. Oh, sorry. Why yeah, do you always yeah. say that? I, <laughs> now, you, now you got me saying it, El Bandito. No, it's all mm. good, man. But yeah, so, you know, we shouldn't be bagging on this indie studio just for having a few bugs at launch because a lot of major developers do that. But also, almost every game gets some sort of patch or some little fix. Sure. Maybe you yeah. will never run into it, but every time you log into your Xbox One or jump on computer, there's always updates and downloads. Oh and all sorts of stuff for things. I'm sure the PS4 is the same way. Sure. You know, so it just goes to show you that they're always trying to improve things and make things better. You know, so don't feel bad just because something wasn't perfect out of the gate. What matters is when people just give you the big middle finger and tell you they don't care. Exactly. Or if they come back and try to fix your game. Now, these guys are working hard to fix the game, to make it right, to give you some cool free shit. But if you want to avoid all those things, you can just do what El Bandito does and wait like four years. <laughs> to get a game. They're way cheaper. They're five bucks, just like Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't have no problems because they fixed all that shit. I, I have to say, El Bandito, you know me. Like, usually I just run out, you know, day one. I got to mm-hmm. have it. I want to play it. But I kind of did take a little bit of your philosophy on this one. And I waited. You know, I wanted yeah, to let, yeah. I, I, especially after first hearing all those problems, because that would have got me definitely like, oh, man, I just yeah. spent $40 on this thing. I can't even play you know, but yeah, like just waiting even just less than a month, you know, like it, they've cleaned up a lot of that. Like I said, I haven't had any problems. I also have a really good internet connection. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what people are, you know, some of their issues have. Cause yeah. like I, I've been able to get into everything. I, like I said, 
so far, you know, playing the game, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've I've probably played maybe twenty matches. Okay. And like I would say I've been Jason Voorhees like four or five times. That's awesome. And you know, this is a game where you can use your microphone, mm-hmm. you know, so I talk to the other players like in the lobby and stuff. Okay. Most people are pretty cool. You get a couple douchebags, yeah. you know, you get kids yeah. and stuff like that. Well, does does this game do you have to have eight players to start a match? No, it can't I th- I think the minimum is um is five. Okay. So yeah, there can be less, but but it's much more fun when you have a full. Sure, you sure. Know, yeah, but can people join after it starts or no? No, once it like it, it kind of like you have a, a, a lobby area, mm-hmm. and then there's kind of like this loading screen, okay, where it will count down like how um, how much longer to the next match starts. Yeah, and then yeah. people are kind of like joining in, and sometimes people drop and other people come in. So I don't think the the official thing starts and let if the timer goes down to zero, it will start. But mm-hmm. if it's less than five people, like it will say you have like six minutes to the next match. Yeah, so. yeah, because that's always kind of the thing with with multiplayer games is that you know when you're trying to get on and other people aren't sticking around or they yeah. get in your lobby and suddenly their internet disconnects yeah. and now it's like stopping your game like that sucks but it sounds like they can vary some people trade people in and out a little bit sure so that sounds good but if people drop out of those five does it just shut your game off that is one thing i have seen like mm-hmm. if jason gets dropped like you win the match automatically okay like, like so it doesn't okay you know, it but doesn't... like if a random person drops it doesn't stop the game right no no okay no. yeah you keep well, that's you, good you keep rocking and yeah, so you could end up in there just you and Jason. Exactly. <laughs> and what's funny is I think somebody even said like somebody that Jason didn't realize that there was still somebody alive. Yeah. And like, yeah, they had, got, they had dropped off. So gotcha. they were just kind of standing out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I did find out just kind of chatting with people in the, uh, you know, is that, uh, you know, from the, from the get go, they've just, they've made so many patches and fixes to just mm-hmm. little things that were so glitchy. They're like, this is the best time to like jump in and, and play this game because they're finally ironing out all the BS, but Good. like, there's still a lot of like stuff that people are exploiting because you know, like I said, gotcha. it's, it's indie. So yeah, yeah, like I was playing one time as Jason, and I'm chasing these kids, and there's a thing where you get into a four seater car. There's six of them. There's two kids riding on the top of the car, <laughs> like not like like it's not an option in the game. Like yeah. they're, they're doing something they're not supposed to. And what would happen is I would stop the car. Like Jason gets in front of it, and breaks the hood, and it stops the car, and they're supposed to get out and run away. Because I'm gonna go in and rip them out if not mm-hmm. well the other the two guys would jump down they had like machetes they beat the shit out of me <laughs> and then they jump back on the car and they drive away so they were like they were like exploiting the game like yeah. they, they, there shouldn't be that kind of situation so they were hacking it yeah, in a sense yeah and, and i could hear them talking and like yeah. they're making fun of me so of course <laughs> i was like you little motherfucker like for the first few minutes i was like yeah. Well, I mean, are, are you able to jump on the car? Or? No, no, no. Somehow, I don't know how. They must, yeah. like, Found a clipping yeah. error or something? Exactly. And they get up on there. So, yeah, no, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Wow. So, sure. so yeah, they're making fun of me and stuff and call me a retard and stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, for the first few minutes, it was fun. But then, like, they would just drive up the street a little bit and wait for me to catch up and then drive. For, it was <laughs> it was driving me nuts. So, finally, I just left. Like, I, like, went and, like, I'm, like, walking around the campgrounds yeah. and stuff. And I can hear on the thing be like hey where's the jason guy man fucking jerk <laughs> so like yeah i wasn't playing that i'm not there for someone's amusement i mean i'll play the game but it was yeah. just like i was like oh but that was the only time mm-hmm. that i've been like that's fucking like like where an exploit can be like yeah, make yeah. it not well fun. i mean dude yeah. that's that's every multiplayer game know, though it has I some know. garbage that people pull on there i mean man i played i think six 
versions of Call of Duty like religiously. Sure. And like I said, my dad's a super fan, so he'd get on there and we'd rock that shit. But every time within a year, people are just pulling out the bullshit. <laughs> you you just can't stick around. And it was funny for the first few minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought it was It's funny cool. when you're on the team of guys kicking ass. Like sure. Left for Dead was one of the original first person zombie shooters on Xbox 360. Uh-huh. And I remember playing it one time and this guy had hacked it where he would turn me and him into a tank in the multiplayer matches. Oh, so we're this giant like seven foot incredible Hulk looking monster just running around and they would kill us and we'd spawn in as the tank again both oh of us there's only ever supposed to be one and there's one like per level yeah. and he'd spawn us in every time oh, as a tank that's you know the other players were losing their minds and, and like you said for like a match or something it was and it definitely didn't ruin my experience yeah. I was just kind of like well there's definitely those kids out there it depends on who you I've also met some really cool people in there that are mm. like really about the game like they'll be like hey we're gonna do a rule where like you know you can't shift more than like five to, which is where like jason can jump from one section to another okay. so it makes it harder you know like for him to get the you know it's just like okay. little stuff or i've heard a guy say hey man i won't attack you i'll let you get in the car but then from then on it's like it's game on yeah you know so like they kind of come up with their own ways to make it like more innovative so that ultimately is mm-hmm. why i'm going to give it the score that I've, i'm going to give it uh, three and a half hearts because I mean, I know that's not our best rating, but it's like, it's in the middle. Like yeah. I think this game in a year from now, yeah. it's going to be freaking great. It's it's still in its infancy, really. I mean, you said earlier that it's, you know, it's, it's the greatest time to play. And I think you mean it's a great time exactly. to get in and play, but yeah, yeah, I think they still got some room to polish on this guy. And I'm glad you mentioned that El Bandito because, you know, they know that these people are pretty pissed that like, you know, <laughs> they couldn't play for the last couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. So the company, behind friday the 13th are actually going to make it up to the fans by putting out a new dlc pack completely for free wow nice the pack's going to include extra xp to spend on upgrades oh so you know that will just be free xp that you're just like yeah i can buff up you know my favorite counselor Mm -hmm. or jason buy some new kills that he gets to do (laughs) Uh, uh new costumes for each counselor which is usually what you do spend your xp on or when you get higher level it accesses other um it, it gets you into other uh, uh, categories where you can change the clothing. Okay. Um, uh, they're going to host a big uh, double XP weekend, which Ooh. is actually this weekend starting on uh, June 23rd. But nice. to top it all off, this is really neat. <laughs> they're bringing in a skin for Jason that's the old Nintendo 8-bit Jason. <laughs> Like, he still looks like he belongs in the game, but his yeah, colors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, It's like the original 8-bit game. Exactly. That's awesome. And when, I guess whenever he's on the board, the uh, soundtrack that's playing is actually going to be, like, chip-tuned, like, 8-bit. <laughs> so they're going all out with it. So I think that's Very really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think I may have to check this out. We we may have to run it as a as a game on our playthrough and review. I you think know? that sounds like a grand idea. I know you played through it already, but I haven't. So. Oh, well, I can sit down and check it out. That's the fun thing about a game being mostly multiplayer. It's mm-hmm. always changing. Yeah. And I mean, even though you're trying to do the same objectives, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you playing it, you might experience or you might have some real jerky guys that stand <laughs> on cars and run you over like through the whole match. So, yeah, I hope I don't get no little bastards jumping on the roof of my car. We say they were whacking you with machetes. Yeah, they find machetes. <laughs> they want to knock my mask off. It sounds like they were having a real machete a go go with you. And speaking of which, we've got the Renfields here, and they're attacking you with their machete a go go. Oh, 
that was the Renfields with Machete A Go Go. <laughs> now there's a nice punk track for all you rockers out there. You know it, man. I'm sure uh, Justin McPatches is going to dig that one too, man. Tonight, almost like all the tracks are uh, dedicated to to Justin McPatches, you know? <laughs> no we- doubt. And then that one's finishing up the show. And, you know, he's probably finishing off a pint at a local pub. Oh, oh you out know there, it, man. And then- <laughs> probably getting ready to go play some Friday the 13th on his PlayStation 4. Yeah, definitely. So I hope he was blasting that in the local pub over there in Bristol because oh, yeah. I'm sure they'd dig it. So You know it, man. You know it. But if you're looking for a happening place where you can blast Blast some music or check out some blasted music that's already there. You're going to get a taste of where to find it right here in our events section. Oh, yeah, El Bandito. Tomorrow night's going to mark a big night for the Treasure Coast. Uh, they're going to have Rock the Block with Put to the End and Friends. This is going to be taking place at the Brew 772, which is now, from what I've heard, officially open nice okay i know we've made a few uh announcements you know over the last month or so and and it always seems to be that they ran into some problems with city of stewart causing you know some issues here Mm -hmm. and there but it looks like that's all been put together the cool thing about this event there's going to be two stages and over 11 acts wow okay so it's quite an event huh? it is it is it's going to kick off at 7 p.m and it is going to it, it does have a cover of ten dollars at the door but it does come with a raffle ticket so okay so, yeah so raffles. it comes with a free raffle ticket it's only 10 bucks yep. to see 11 acts that's less yep. than a dollar an act people get out there brew 772 right here in stewart florida go check it out Oh, yeah, man. And if that's not enough for you, the following night at uh, Saturday, June 24th, we have Benefit for the Homeless and Scott Dickinson's Birthday Bash. That's going to take place at Oceanside Pub in Jensen Beach. It's completely free. So, you know, if you spent that 10 bucks the night before at the Brew <laughs> 772, come on down. But, hey, make sure you save a couple dollars for here, too, because, as we said, it's going to be for the Benefit for the Homeless. No doubt, man. Yeah, if you blew your wad out there getting Wolfenstein for five bucks <laughs> at the Bruce 772, seeing 11 acts for less than a dollar. Oh, yeah. This is the show for you. It's free. But like they said, they will be connect- collecting donations and stuff for the homeless. So, yeah, man, try to scrape together something. Come on. You know, it doesn't take much to help the homeless out. Plus, go give uh, Scott Dickinson a big birthday hug, you know. For there you his, go. Uh, you know, a little the, pat on the behind us. Exactly. I'm <laughs> Tell sure. him it was from the Power Hour. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Power Hour sent us. <laughs> Tell him Large Marge sent you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely. That should be an awesome thing. But, man, it's just a weekend full of awesomeness. You want to tell them about Sunday? Definitely. And if you're still feeling in the giving mood by Sunday, the Haircuttery Cutathon is going to be going down on June 25th to support the Police Athletic League. The Haircuttery in St. Lucie West will be having a drive to collect money and stuff. They're going to be giving away proceeds from all the haircuts they give between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m to support the Police Athletic League. So this is exclusive to the one in St. Lucie West. So get out there and check it out. That's Port St. Lucie. It's a great cause. You know, you're out there, you're getting kids off the street. The Police Athletic League shows them how to channel all their excess energy into maybe some boxing or running or, you know, athletics of some type. So, you know, if you think there's too many kids out in the street causing a ruckus out there at the Oceanside (laughs) Pub or at the Bruce 772, get them off the street and back into something pretty. Productive. Absolutely. Like we say, El Bandito, we love our video games, but yeah, you definitely got to go out there and 
run around the block a few times. Absolutely. It's Florida, man. Feel that beautiful sun out there once in a while. It's not going to kill you, but I can tell you who ain't feeling the sun out there. It's the dwarves. Oh, man. They're coming down to the propaganda with Richie Ramone down in Lake Worth. They're going to be there Monday night, July 3rd. Day before 4th of July. Absolutely. It's 20 bucks to go check out the pair. 8 p.m., 18 and over show. Come on, it's the Dwarves and Richie Ramone. You know it's 18 and over, people. <laughs> you know it. You know, I don't think you could see a, an underage's uh, dwarf show. I don't know. They might like that, though. I mean, well, it's the Dwarves. Yeah, these ain't the seven Dwarves. Man, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, you're going to spend the whole next day with the kiddies for the fourth, man. Might as well rock it out the night before. Get down to Lake Worth Propaganda. Check it out. Man, El Bandito, what an action-packed weekend and uh, upcoming events we got going on. But, man, I think it's about that time that we wrap it up. Absolutely, man. You know that I hate to wrap it up, but it's always best to be safe. So that'll do it for us tonight, kiddos. But join us same time next week, Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern time, only on Podunk Radio. Yeah. Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce.